you want to live a life of freedom and adventure? Are you wanting more than the daily grind? Me too. Welcome to The Emma Lovell Show, a place where we talk about living a life you love now. I'm your host, Emma Lovell, and my number one value is freedom. I've spent the last 14 years running a business and traveling the world, and now I take my husband and toddler along for the adventure too. It's possible and I know you can create a life doing what you truly love as well. This podcast will inspire, motivate, and encourage you to go after your dreams, to create a life you love and to live it now, not wait for retirement or someday in the future. I'll be sharing episodes weekly about how I harmonize business, travel, and self-care. I'll also bring on incredible guests to share their journeys, the wins, the challenges, and how they're creating a life they love. Let's jump in and get dreaming. This is a space for you to manifest a life you love. I would like to acknowledge and recognize Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first peoples of this place, now known as Australia. I am grateful for the continuing care of the land, waterways and skies where I work, live, listen, learn and play. From here on Yugambeh country and from wherever you are listening, I pay my respects to the elders past and present. Welcome to today's episode. I'm delighted to introduce you to Shelley Horton, a journalist and the founder of Shellshocked Media, and don't sweat it. Shelley and I met through the fabulous business chicks. I saw her on the stage, met her at a conference, and now get to call her a friend and collaborator, as I will be supporting Shelley with her Speak With Impact group coaching teaching people all about confidence with speaking, and I'll even be taking part myself. I cannot wait to share more. We will dig into that in this episode, but a bit more about Shelley. She is confidence personified. A journalist, TV presenter, Shelley's opinion can be heard nationally a number of times each week with regular segments on Channel 9's Today, Today Extra, and on Nine Honey. She's also the host of Nine's official Married at First Sight podcast. Uh, So we are now podcast hosts. (laughs) That is so fun. Fun fact, she can say the alphabet backwards, and I feel like Shelley could probably say anything. She's such an amazing speaker. You're going to hear all of that and more, and let's just jump in because she says it better than anyone. Please welcome Shelley Horton. Welcome to the podcast, Shelley Horton. Hello, Em. So nice to see you. This feels very funny because it's like I'm seeing you on TV, but you're on the podcast and, uh, you know, got to like compose myself because you are so good at this. And oh, so please. You please. Are. I'm used to seeing you in person when we're kicking back. So to me, it's super relaxed. Okay. Good. We'll be relaxed. But please tell me, in your words, who are you? So I'm Shelley Horton and I'm a journalist and I'm also a TV presenter and I've got my own company, Shellshocked Media. So all of that kind of works together. So I have spent most of my career, I'm 50 now, I still can't believe I'm 50, but I've spent most of my career working for other people in the media and I started off at ABC, I moved overseas, then I came back and I worked at Channel 9 for a bit, then I went back to ABC, then I went to Channel 7, then I went to Fairfax. Like I have moved around and I have 
finally settled at Channel 9 again and I've now been there eight years and people will probably spot me on Today's Show and Today Extra, but I also do Nine Honey, which is the women's website for Channel 9. Now, the thing is with that website is they have lots of digital shows as well. So I host just about all of their shows. I host Talking Honey, Talking Married. I do He Said, She Said with Ben Fordham. And now my latest one is I'm now the official podcast host of the official Married at First Sight. Uh, So that came out of the blue, but just like when people say don't fall asleep in a snowstorm, it just seems so inviting to just fall back asleep into the maths world. And then I realized that it is so much work and it basically sucks you dry. Um, But luckily I am addicted to Married at First Sight and I have been you know, for the five years I've been involved with it. So it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that's my media stuff. And then I have Shellshocked Media, which is my own company. So eight years ago, I decided that my biggest problem with my work was my problem with authority and arguing with my bosses. So the easiest way to actually get away from that was to be my own boss. And so that's what I do now. So my husband is a cameraman, soundo, and editor. We have our own studio in our house and we work together and it is an incredible relationship. I know a lot of people could not work with their husbands. I love working with my husband and we do media training and we do workshops called Speak with Impact and confidence training, but we also film people's Um, online courses and any content that they need. We can do all of that for them. So it keeps us pretty busy. And then on top of that, I have another company called Don't Sweat It, which is helping people become more, more attuned to and understanding that we need to make allowances for menopause in the workplace, which is a very new thing, but it's been around since women have been around, but it hasn't been acknowledged as an issue. So I'm up there beating the drum for that as well. So Geez, Emma, you're pretty busy. <laughs> I'm pretty tired. There's a lot going on. A couple of things. I think it's why we connect so well. I feel like the media life does kind of attract that fullness and lots of balls in the air and things that are going on. But one of the reasons that we've connected so much, we met through the Fabulous Business Chicks, and I feel like yep. we both, you can't see it if you're listening, but... I've got my pink on and you've got some bright lipstick on, so we're on brand. (laughs) But we connected because we both shifted to the Gold Coast. I've been here seven years going on eight and you've been here how long? This is my third year. So it's I am a Queenslander. So I was born in Queensland, but I grew up in country Queensland in a town called Kingaroy, which is like population 5,000. Very, very small famous for peanuts and a corrupt politician called Sir Joe Jockey peterson So as soon as I finished high school, and I did go through all of my high school, I didn't, I wasn't one of those rich kids that got sent away to boarding school. Uh, I finished high school and I went to University of Queensland and did my journalism degree. And then as soon as I finished my journalism degree, I left the state. And then I have worked everywhere but Queensland since then. So I lived in Melbourne, for about four years, then I lived in London, and then the rest has been living in Sydney, which I think is over 25 years. And so it was three years ago that it was COVID. Remember that? Remember that fun time? <laughs> so in the middle of that, my dad needed brain surgery, and 
Anastasia Palaszczuk wouldn't let me back in the state. And so I'm crying in New South Wales. Mum's crying in Queensland. My husband's trying to deal with me. My dad's trying to deal with, you know, having to have the surgery. And then finally, my lovely husband just said, you know what? We were thinking about retiring to Queensland anyway. Let's just go now. Let's just move. And so we had to do hotel quarantine. Like I still am triggered by that. Like everyone, I think I could have two weeks in a hotel watching movies. It's not like that at all. It was awful. But the great news is dad had the surgery and he's not just well, he is amazing. He 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 looks 10 years younger. He has is pain-free for the first time in nine years. And Darren and I rented for a year just to make sure we liked it and we fell in love with the Gold Coast. So we ended up buying a house. And that's something also that was not on the to-do list at all. But here's the thing, the price that we got our townhouse for is what a deposit would be in Sydney. So we are so happy here on the Gold Coast and it kind of feels like you work really hard, but you're kind of still on holidays because you get to go to the beach. I went to the beach with the dogs this morning. You know, that sort of thing is just a, a beautiful lifestyle. And I love the people in Queensland. We're just, we're just more chilled. Yeah. Everyone's a bit more relaxed. Everyone, even if I'm walking the dogs, they want to stop, pat the dogs, have a chat. And I love that. So it was... um traumatic reason to move home but absolutely was moving home so I'm very happy that we did make that move I love it and you suit the Gold Coast you're bright (laughs) but I agree and I just felt like at one point it was years ago but I remember being in Sydney and walking down um, Macquarie Street and I just felt like it felt like a pressure cooker it felt like It was, and this was years and years ago. I went to then to Melbourne and then came back to Sydney and then ended up here. But I just felt like a pressure cooker and the the, the tension. And I love going back to visit. And you and I often see each other in the air. We we see each other at the Virgin Lounge more often than we catch up in real life. That is how crazy our lives are. Yeah. Uh, I'm the same though. Like I've just come back from three days in Sydney for work, and it was it was pressure. And I now go, how did I just cope with that for 25 years? But I guess it's what you're used to and it's what you're, you don't know any different. But when I get to come home and get off the plane at Coolangatta and have an exhale, then I'm like, ah, that's better. (laughs) Flying in over those hills and you've got the coastline there and that hinterland is such a, there is a real beautiful energy there and you're southern end, it's there is such a, a, yeah, a breath of fresh air, but I just, I find now as well, I get to enjoy the best bits of Sydney. So I'm often down there for oh. work with family, but we get to see Sydney. Whereas when we, I was living there, even when I went back for a few years, you just so quickly get caught up in the, mm. the thing. There's always something. The rat race. so much on. There's so much on. And not that there's, there are things on here, but like it's, they're diff- it's different. And I do think there's, it feels like there's more opt-in, opt-out as opposed to I feel more compelled down there and obligated. Yeah, I agree completely. And it's it's just a different pace. Everything is a different pace here. And it's I I have learned it's a pace that suits me. Yes. And we are both on a mission to get more people to the Gold Coast and to get more yes. work. There's such a thing as well when you move away, but also when you've lived in a capital city, that you keep having to go back and 
we would have thought that COVID broke that. And I thought that was a good thing. I know you've had traumatic experiences, but that was a good thing about COVID that we got to be more at home and we got to work from where we wanted. And then all of a sudden it just kicked off again. And we were flitting all over. How many flights? You and I had, I had seven weeks in a row last year I was on a plane and I was in Sydney, Melbourne, Sydney, Melbourne, Sydney, Melbourne. You had something crazy. I did. I had one six-week period where I did 22 flights. But you know what? At the end of it, I got sick. Like it's too much. It's too much. It's exhausting. So, yeah, you and I are on a mission to get people up to the glitter strip. Um, You want to work with us? (laughs) Come up to the GC, have a weekend. Like, (laughs) It's the best. You'll probably end up moving here. <laughs> <laughs> we're like with the Nat, we're the um, you know, Gold Coast. We we had we did actually meet Experience Gold Coast the other week. We really should discuss with them being. Yeah, we are we are unofficial ambassadors. ambassadors. <laughs> yeah, well, let's make that official though. But yes. it's so nice seeing you embrace. I've I when I first moved here joined Women in Tourism Gold Coast, mm-hmm. and it was such a beautiful um, welcome and embrace. And I have background in travel and tourism, so it was felt like a natural progression. But obviously tourism is such a huge part of the Gold Coast and then for you to come and join in and you spoke first as um for Don't Sweat It and spoke about menopause yep. which was beautiful and then you were the MC the other week for experience yeah so it's one of those great things where I'm I'm the newbie you know I'm used to everyone knowing me in Sydney and me knowing just about everyone I was when I was down there last week as well as doing my work, I popped in to see my dentist and I was in Double Bay and I got stopped six times between the cab and the dentist. And that's kind of crazy. So I feel like I've got a fresh start here on the GC, but a fresh start also comes with you need you need people. And so that's why I find like organisations like Women in Tourism and Business Chicks and, and those sort of networking organisations really are handy because you get to actually spend time with people and they get to know you as a person rather as, in my case, it's like that girl on TV, which can seem um, unattainable when really I'm pretty bloody down to earth. I'm very normal. <laughs> she, is. she is. And I met you. I saw you at Movers and Breakers and clearly knew who you were and we didn't really get to hang out of that first one. But what I did observe was that you were just part of it. Yeah. And you were close friends with uh, Jen Bicknell, who is lovely, who you met through that. And yeah. ultimately then we sort of ended up falling into a group together. And I just love, I, I loved that. And, um, yeah, how do you find that, you know, like the, that, I would say, not non-anonymity, like the being seen and then that inapproachability because you you are so joyful and, and wonderful to be connected with. Yeah. I, it's so funny because I have, uh, you know, I don't have my phone number or something like that on my website, obviously, because there are freaks out there. But the contact details, the email just comes to my inbox and they're like, oh, could you please speak to someone on the team and get, you know, find out if Shelly's available to do some training? And I'm like, the team is me. (laughs) Hi. Hi. Yeah. (laughs) I do accounts. I do marketing. I do everything. Um, So, no, that's fine. And you know what? I have... I love getting recognized. I know there's like super famous people who go, oh, it's such a hassle. It makes my day. And, you know, it can be absolutely anything. I was, you know, giggling with the the virgin flight attendant about Married at First Sight. You know, it and it's it's just part of my day up here and I really love it versus ever getting annoyed by it. So it's not 
anonymity. It's more just nicer people asking questions rather than um, Sydney can be a little bit judgy, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I know that it was something that, you know, it was really lovely to see. And it's something I think people get misconstrued when someone has um, a profile or is doing yeah. a certain level of work that, you know, then you wouldn't need this sort of thing. Like you wouldn't need networking groups, yeah. you wouldn't need to go to events, you wouldn't need to be part of a business, you know, group. But, you know, I know that's something that you have found is that like because. I work hard I mean, at it. It's I work hard at it and I see you working hard at it and I admire that in you because to me, a lot of the work comes from conversations. And so if you're at a networking drinks and you have a conversation with someone or then you're at a breakfast or a dinner asking about their work, not just talking about yourself, and that's when they're like, it's an opportunity comes up that you could work together. So I really like that and I think that it's, um, except can I also say I hate working breakfasts. I don't like getting up at four in the morning for a 6.30 start. Uh, it's not my jam. So I think We're lunch yeah. Uh, yeah, lunch is my favourite. After work drinks, excellent. Dinner, excellent. Those, <laughs> I just want to put it out there. Breakfast suck. Right <laughs> oh, breakfast suck. And I'm like, it's just, there's a reason that I stopped working in breakfast TV. Like I don't, I'm not a morning person. It's not my favorite time of day. I am a night owl. <laughs> hey, lovely. I want to open the doors to incredible opportunities for you on an all-inclusive luxury retreat exclusively for people who are ready to live a life they love. I invite you to join me for five inspiring nights in sensational Sri Lanka for the Rest and Receive Retreat, hosted from 2nd to 7th of November 2024 by yours truly, Emma Lovell. I ask you to disconnect your senses and immerse in this exotic culture while you reconnect with yourself. You get to share this luxurious experience with 12 incredible people while forming connections that last a lifetime. I really cannot undersell or overestimate this incredible retreat and the magic of going to a place to give yourself space and time. I want to share it with you. And if you are interested, then please head to my website, emmalevel.au slash Sri Lanka retreat. I'd love to see you there. And I'm happy to chat if you have any questions whatsoever. Please take this opportunity to come along and join me in stunning Sri Lanka. Pretty brutal. And it, it does. <laughs> it's like two o'clock. You're like, it's 12 o'clock and you think it's 7 p.m. And, and you're just like, and you're like, I've done so yeah. much, but I don't know what time. It's very wax you out, but um, it can be a well, nice. My husband, yesterday, he was working for Today Show Weather, but because of the fact that Queensland doesn't have daylight savings, and the job was an hour the other side of Brisbane. He had to get up at 2.30 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, no. That's the middle of the night. That's not morning. Not morning. That's the middle of the night. No, a.m., <laughs> but that is that is the extent yeah. yeah. morningness that it is. Well, you know, and it's through, you know, we said most of a lot of our catch-ups are in the Virgin Lounge, but we also put a sort of in our rider that the only way we'll have meetings is if they're in at SOAK. Yeah, at Soak or in our in my jacuzzi at my place. I think that's a good rule. Like let's let's create our own Queensland way of doing things. That there needs to be bubbly water around us. That's that's, that's the rule. 
it's the only way we'll do it. And because of that, having a catch up in soak in the magnesium, uh, who knows what it was, but it's how we came to collaborate. Yes. Promote your beautiful Speak with Impact group workshops. Yes. Yeah, so I think this is where, again, this is why I love working with you, Emma, and also working with other people because it's just learning to do things differently. So I have been a media trainer for 30 years. Like it's been something that I have done the entire time I've been working as a journalist and I love it. And so when I left full-time employment with the media and ran my own business as well, it became like pretty much my bread and butter as well as my emceeing gigs. And so I, though, had to chase every single one and and make it happen. And then you're like, well, why don't you do a group thing? And I'm like, say what? (laughs) So it's like, "Hmm, Uh, that could actually be great because it makes it cheaper for everyone else who's participating. Plus, because we're limiting the groups to four or five people, it's intimate And you also have the support of other people who are going through the same process. So a lot of what I teach in these Speak With Impact workshops is for people who, I'm not saying it's media training because it's not like that. It is more for people who just want to get better at public speaking, or it might be that they're lacking a bit of confidence and so they need to have some tips and tricks on how to calm their nerves and to get their body under control. Then I also just chat to people about how to project their business in a positive way and how to describe it in a succinct way. I have, I've taught people who have run a business for seven years and they've come and done, you know, speak with impact with me and burst into tears because they realize that they can't even describe their business really well. So this is when I did it down in Sydney and she the woman I worked with rang me two weeks after thanking me saying, now that I can really sum up my business, I've landed three new clients. And she's like, I can't believe I've waited this long to just get that extra bit of polish. So it's for anyone like that. We've had some great interest from people, from life coaches to people in PR. We, I've got a, a, a gentleman interested who has been promoted into a senior managerial role, but he gets quite nervous standing up and talking in front of staff. So that's perfect. You know, you don't have to be appearing on today's show to work on the way that you present. So for me, I feel like, I feel like a bit of a mother hen in that I'm very strict with everyone that I teach. Like I definitely know how to make things better. So, and I've got a lot of experience, so I'm quite firm but at the same time, I'm very mothering. And so when they do really well, it feels like a win for me as well. And I find after I have, you know, both my media training and workshops, I am exhausted because I give everything, but I'm on a high as well because it's just like, wow, that made a big impact. And then when I get feedback from people saying that it, the difference it's made in their everyday life, it just makes me so proud. So it's a really nice sort of area to be in and it's taken you know having 30 years of experience to get to the point where I can I can help other people but it's a really nice place to be you know I love as well yeah that you you've said that in the um the group thing because it is that needing support and and you know we're talking about having an audience and so yeah 
audience, having other people around. I think also that sometimes when it is an individual thing and you're doing it yourself and you're trying to pick a date and book that in, that's very intimidating. Um, yes. So then the nerves will build up. Whereas if you're like, oh, well, if other people will be there and it's shared, then, oh, I'll do it. Also, it gives people a deadline because we're like, the date is 12th of March yeah. out. 22nd of March. So if you want to do it, you do it this day. Otherwise, you have to book in at a time that you choose, which is fine, but they're less likely to do it. Yeah. I think, you know, one of the other things we talked about is that we are um, all presenting a lot more than we used to. We have obviously, yes, you have to talk to your colleagues or you have to talk to your staff or something like that. But a lot of us are being called to present as as small business owners online. Absolutely. Our reels or we're doing lives and the thought of it, scares people to death <laughs> but the impact of it of seeing yeah. your camera and your face when you start to do it is huge and so just that even that um you know and I'm looking forward to because Shelly's going to train me too I'm yes. I myself in the ring because I speak and so people say to me you don't need that and it's like yeah I can speak but Shelly's got 30 years of experience and she's on tv yeah. and I, want I had to- a, gr- a great um analogy where someone said oh but you know I, I've run my own business. I know how to speak. And it's like, that's like saying Serena Williams never needs a tennis coach. Mm. You know, you can always get better. You can always improve. And it's actually crazy not to invest in yourself when it's something that you will use for every single day of your life. So yeah. it's, yeah. And that's why I'm really glad that you booked in for a private session. So you can, I can work my magic on you just as well. And then you'll see the improvement the next time you speak publicly where, yes, of course, you'll do a good job. I never doubt that. But to have that extra level, that extra bit of polish, there might be someone sitting in that audience that then goes, oh, I'd like to book her again. Yeah. So that's the that's the advantage of it. Leveling up and it's putting, you know, it's taking courage and it's putting yourself in that little bit challenging situation, being willing to accept feedback. But also, yeah, I just know that one of my gaps is, um, yeah, sometimes I, I um, think a lot of us do it, you shrink back mm-hmm. when the camera's there. So if there's an audience, I don't think I do it. I don't know because I often don't see yourself, but you do see yourself on camera. And so this is this thing where I just sort of go backwards yeah. and talk swallow into my face and you only breathe to the bottom of your neck, not into your lungs. That is a very common thing. And you know what? That is, I can fix that in like a two-second <laughs> exercise. I'm, You know, I love that because some of the joy of the experience I've got is I was trained by ABC Radio. So I've had voice lessons and voice training that I hated at the time because it was like these gnarled arthritic old ladies who made me cry And now I wish I could find them and hug them and just say, you have changed my life. Um, But those sort of things of learning how to not have that breathing that stops at the base of your throat, but to actually get down and get your lungs engaged, how to have that poise on stage, how to be be brave enough to pause. Don't feel like you have to feel everything in and you have to talk 100 miles an hour. No. Have the power of standing in in silence while you get your next thought. So the next thing you say is impactful rather than just babbling. So there's there are so many tips and tricks that I have learned and put in place. And then I'm practicing practicing it all the time. I mean, I emceed an event for Booper Dental on the weekend. And, you know, it's still standing up in front of 300 people. And 
I don't get nervous anymore because I am at the point of my career where I just love it. I absolutely love it. But I still practiced and read all of my notes out loud twice before I got to the event. So that's I still put that preparation in with all of my experience. So people reading notes directly and sounding like a robot, it's about having some dot points and then rehearsing it so that when you're speaking, it's got the lightness of a conversation, not the roboticness of something that you've said, you know, a couple of times over. So yeah, there is there are lots of tips and tricks. And sometimes, and the great thing is we film all of our training. So not only do you get the videos to take away with you, but by videoing it, you will see if you're shrinking back <laughs> or if your if your throat looks really tense or if you've got like an annoying gesture where your hand just keeps going round and round, which is not actually doing anything. All of those things, once you see it, you want to make a change. And it's a great way for me to then put the theory into practice and say, remember I was talking about that it's okay to pause and take a breath. Look at the difference it would have been if you had a pause there instead of rushing. So, yeah, it's it's pretty, I'm, I'm just so proud of it. Like I just love what I do. I love the impact that it has on people and I can't wait to share it. Uh, and I love what you're saying about pausing. It's so, and it's something I heard on uh, for podcasts as well because, you know, yeah. It, you know, people could feel like you have to fill the space, but it is, um, and especially even in a context, um, conversation context, because I think people can feel limited in terms of the speaking. And don't just think of speaking as being on stage as a speaker. Like we are speaking right now. Absolutely. And you can he like hear the difference. And seeing Shelley step into act, she, she does talk, <laughs> like she talks now, as <laughs> but you see her go into show mode. That's big. <laughs> But you see, and you see that showtime come on, and it's it's powerful and it's captivating and it's it's so fascinating and it's it's really fun because you can see someone on TV and just be like, you could totally see and go, oh yeah, Shelly does this all the time, it's her job, blah blah blah. But you don't see the skill necessarily and the work that goes into it. And so, um, you know, I think even as speakers, like seeing another, it's so much respect. Oh, um, I love watching talented people do their stuff. You know, and I am always learning from other presenters and other speakers. I admire the way that they have molded their their keynote. I I love looking at what they use as props or anything like that. I love, you know, if you're in a, a crowd at a busy function, how the MC gets everyone's attention because everyone does that differently and you can always learn. So it is It is one of those things that it is always evolving and you're just adding new tools to the tool belt. Well, and I heard you say, someone say actually a beautiful compliment for you after the business chicks. Um, uh, uh, was it, it was um, Jacinda Ardern, there was 1,600 people in the room and they said the way that Shelley brought the room back because it could have got real out of control. Yeah. But the way you held that room was incredible. And I saw before that you shared as well a reel about that practicing what you preach and you were rehearsing and it was yeah. It was really it was sweet, but also it was like there's dedication here. And you're not and you're showing all. You're not like just oh, I'm here, look at me. It was like, no, I'm doing the work. No, I don't like that fakeness. I don't, yeah. I I I think that um particularly with social media, you can you can have a lot of people who are not authentic and they 
put together their show reel and that's all they show. I am very much what's and all. So yes, you will see me looking amazing when I'm about to MC, like I did on the weekend in a in a white sequin gown and a beautiful jacket. But then you'll also see me with no makeup on the beach with my dogs. And I think that that's important. So for me, I think it's also important to show that work goes into what I do. It's not, a lot of people think speaking in public is just like a natural talent. No, it is a skill that you polish and you rehearse. So by filming myself rehearsing that Jacinda Ardern um, intros and outros and making sure that everything was smooth, it meant when I got up on stage, I had the freedom to actually be me because I knew what I had to say and I trusted that I knew the content enough that it didn't matter if it wasn't word perfect. I could let it come out as it would in a conversation. And I got a real thrill out of that event. And it's very nice of you to pass on that compliment because that is so nice to hear. And that's the other thing when you have a bit of a public profile. People don't actually (laughs) come up and compliment you that often. There's a lot of negativity. There's a lot of feedback online that you don't really need to hear um, because they think they can have a go at you. But it's actually really nice when you meet someone in person because in person, people are not mean. They are not trolls. They actually say really kind compliments. And I think that that's lovely. I, most people I meet, I end up wanting to give a hug. So it's great. <laughs> well, there you go, PSA. If we take nothing away from this episode, please send your abundant compliments to yes. <laughs> I'll give a tip. If you get a newsletter, I do this for people and I love it when people do it back. If you're sending out a newsletter or you're receiving a newsletter and you like what they said, even if it's just a, this was great, write back because yeah. So often creating and we're sending out into a void. And like you said, I think people look at your followers and think, oh, she must be getting compliments all the time. She doesn't need to hear from me. No one's ever going to get sick of hearing a kind word. A nice bit of feedback. Absolutely. And it doesn't have to be you look pretty because that's not like that's not really a compliment or anything to me. Sorry, I, I think all the time. <laughs> no, but I think it's more about commenting on what someone does. So it's, if it's like you make me feel confident or you make me feel smart or I love what you said about that because that's the way I was thinking too like if there's some sort of depth to it it means so much more but it's not I'm not saying don't say compliment people because like again when I was in Sydney there was a girl walking down the street and she was rocking this orange jumpsuit and as she came towards me I'm like man she looks good and then I had that thought going tell her and so I said excuse me I'm just gonna tell you you were rocking that jumpsuit and she was like, thank you, I am feeling myself. And she kept walking and we both went away feeling great. So I think sometimes it's nice just to get some of those thoughts in your head out and you make someone stay. I've, this is the third time I've heard that. I even got it from my gratitude journal last night. There was such a gift in giving a compliment like to yeah. the giver and the receiver. Well, Shell, I'm so excited to be doing this with you. And one of the things I'm most excited about with Speak With Impact is that you and I live on the Gold Coast and we're bringing yes. people to our home, like bringing people to this beautiful place we live in and getting to rock it out of your amazing studio that you Yes, in. we have a full studio in our house. It is amazing. It's, it's, it's like, I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Um, it's showtime, which is yeah. fantastic. <laughs> And, and so we should, you know, I think it's a wonderful thing to be able to lead in that way and bring people here and to be able to work in the place that you're going to operate best. And so yeah. 
for the foreseeable future, these uh, Speak With Impact sessions will only be on the Gold Coast. That's right. We have, there's one that's uh, sold out on the 12th of March. Sold out on the 12th of March. We've got a couple of spots left for the 22nd of March. And then we have one in April, on April 12th, that we haven't announced yet. I think I've just announced it on your podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, and then there'll be a, a, a small break, but then I'm planning to do more after that. But again, I'm going to uh, be guided by by the interest and it seems like there's a lot of interest there and I'm loving that people are sort of following what you're saying Emma and just like they're making a weekend out of it and they're flying up from Melbourne we've got some people coming from Melbourne some people coming from um Sydney so it, you don't have to live on the Gold Coast to be part of this no. just come in and come and enjoy the sunshine state you know just come and have fun we're look we're gonna have fun so yeah. you know you join in or you don't, whatever. We're going to have a good time no matter what. We're all together. Shell, how do people, um, you know, we'll put all this stuff in the show notes, but how can people connect with you, send you lovely compliments? What's the best? <laughs> Bless you. Okay, so on social media, I'm at Shelly Horton 1. So, and there's a number one, and that's because there was a guy in America called Shelly Horton, which is so strange. Uh, and he's got like four followers. But anyway, so Shelly Horton one. Uh, I mainly used Instagram. I love Instagram. I'm trying to get better at TikTok. And then if you're interested in any of the courses, like the Speak With Impact or my media training, just go to my website, which is which is shellshockedmedia.com, and you can contact me there. So it'll be in the show notes or contact Emma. She'll be able to point you in the right direction. Just taking over that, that role. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And um, I'm so grateful for the collaboration that we've had, but the friendship that we've created and, and your mentorship as well, Shelley. You've been so generous and open with me about your career and inspiring and lifting me up. So personal thank you from me. And I can't wait to see what Thanks. we can do. Onwards and upwards, I say. Thank you for listening, lovely one. I hope this has inspired you to dream big and start creating a life you love today. If you love what you're hearing, don't forget to follow and rate on Spotify and rate, review and subscribe on iTunes. It helps other awesome people to find this podcast and get motivated and inspired as well. Want to stay connected? Come and join the Live A Life You Love group on Facebook or connect with me on Instagram, emmalovell.au. The same as my website, but all the details are in the show notes, lovely. I'll see you next episode for more inspiration, motivation, and freedom seeking. Now go out there and live a life you love.